0: Hello, I'm Joe Leonardo and welcome to Blind Pilots, where the goal is to have a team of writers blindly create the best TV pilot ever written. Here's how it works, four writers each write only five pages of a twenty-page pilot, but The writers can only see the last page written by the previous writer. At the end of the process, we will have 20 complete pages written of a brand new original story that at least hopefully makes sense, or at most, is the beginning of the next Emmy-winning TV show. (laughs) Yes! Woo! over the past month, our team of writers have been hard at work blindly creating the best TV pilot ever made. They have all not seen any of the other pages their colleagues have written. Until right now. Let's quickly introduce the writers and cast their parts. Pages one through five were written by Chelsea Dallas Falato. Hi there. Your parts are Theodore, Jade, and Fabian. Awesome. Pages six through 10 were written by Paris Atkins. What's up? Your parts are Charles Finch, Gwen, and Olivia. Sick. (laughs) Pages 11 through 15 were written by Randy Riemann. Something different or new. (laughs) Your parts are Anthony and Archie. Thank you. Uh, Pages 16 through 20 were written by Tracy Sorin.
1: That's right.
0: And your part is the main character, Beatrice. Woo!
1: Woo! (laughs) All right.
0: That's good good enough, good enough. And, of course, we have Andrew Berger, (laughs) our people's critic. Uh, Your part, Andrew, is radio caller. Perfect. At the end of the pilot, Andrew will give us our awards. We try to make him Emmys. Sometimes he goes off the rails. <laughs> but hopefully we win Emmys. I think this i think episode is going to be the episode right. where we get some Emmys. All right. Everyone was told this episode's theme beforehand, which <laughs> is based on a true story. Y'all ready to read the pilot? Let's do yes. it. Yes. Pages one through five were written by Chelsea Dallas. Falato, who is a writer and actor based in Brooklyn, New York. Chelsea has written, produced, and starred in a variety of media as well as written multiple pilots. Chelsea has been featured in numerous festivals and competitions, which is also pretty cool. She manages to do all this despite her strong urge to stay at home with her cat. It's true. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, pages one through five. Title card, the following is based on a true story. While certain specifics and names have been changed to protect the innocent, everything else you are about to see and hear happened exactly as shown. Interior, living room, day. The entire Thorlock clan is sitting in the library of the family manor in which Beatrice, 70s, classy and beautiful, cold, stern, never smiles lives. She is the matriarch of the Thornlock family. The library is massive, similar to the one in Beauty and the Beast, except all dark wood and very little sunlight. It is intimidating and stunning. (laughs) Beatrice sits at a massive oak desk in front of the windows while the rest of the family is loudly arguing. Theodore, mid-40s, typical finance bro with fleece vest eldest son, is yelling to no one specifically, Gwen, early 40s, model-esque, clearly has never worked, middle child, only daughter, is crying while holding her annoyed teenage children, Archie, mid-30s, Roman Roy vibes including never sitting properly, the youngest, is trying to get Beatrice's attention to no avail. There is a variety of spouses, children, and extended relatives around in various states of distress. The family lawyer, Charles Finch, 70s, buttoned up, very professional, enters the room quickly taking a seat next to Beatrice at the desk. He whispers in her ear and she nods solemnly. She then slaps the desk hard.
1: Sit down
0: now. Everyone makes their way to the chairs and couches. Archie leans against the window, staring out into the distance.
1: Now, I know we're all worried about the TikTok. TikTok. TikTok video that was released and has become a virus. Gone viral. Uh, Charles, please, they get it. Gwen stands up.
2: Do we have a stalker? Are you all going to die leaving me alone? Is this a salt burn situation?
3: Archie laughs. laughs. No, we're not dead yet. Also, that movie wasn't that gross and Gen Z clearly hasn't seen a fucked up movie like Requiem for a Dream if they think Saltburn was that wild. Shut up about
4: movies. Are they coming for our money? Are we going to lose everything? My allowance is wrapped up in a new bitcoin called Pop Smurf. That is apparently the next <laughs> Dogecoin, so get on it, folks.
0: Everyone starts talking over one another again.
1: Be quiet. No one is coming for our money. I'm the head of this house since my beloved Albert passed away, and I will ensure that nothing happens to this family and our legacy. We cannot and will not let the secret get out, as it will ruin everything this family has built over the past 125 years.
2: What do we do? I don't even understand what info they have. I've been on a social media juice and sleep cleanse for 72 hours.
0: Charles Finch opens a massive folder and puts on his glasses.
2: Here is what we know. A youth posted a TikTok stating that they know who our family really is and exactly how we made the fortune. That it is not from banking and railroads as we have led people to believe all these years. We have our best PI looking for this individual
3: so we can find out what they have on the family.
0: Archie is now laying on the desk. Beatrice is annoyed.
3: I don't really understand where our money comes from either, but I know that I like it. I need it. I don't want to live without it. So let's take this little shit down.
0: Murmurs of agreement go around the
1: room. Each of you knows a small portion of the true story, but none of you have proven to me that you are deserving to know the whole truth. You are selfish brats and untrustworthy.
4: But mommy, we can help. (laughs) No. Shouldn't we be prepared in case this normal
2: person reveals our secrets? So we're not like embarrassed at a party. I have a benefit to go to for some dying animal thing next week. Your mother has given strict instructions that we will not reveal anything unless absolutely necessary. That being said, because of all the ruckus this youth has caused, the family and all of its
4: holdings are under investigation. By who? I can call in some favors. Elon owes me
3: one. Archie is now sitting
0: upside down on a chair. (laughs) Elon
3: doesn't even like you. He told me at the Met Gala. The family is
2: being investigated by the SEC, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the ATF, the IRS, Interpol, the DEA, the DOD, MI5. Her Majesty's Secret Service, the USDA, the NIH, NASA, and Fish and Wildlife, all of whom will be arriving tomorrow.
0: Everyone starts shouting and yelling at one another.
1: I will not tell you to be quiet again. You will all stay here until this is sorted. Do not speak to anyone. The staff has prepared the room, so go and do not bother me. But
2: Mommy! We'd better not be in the South Wing.
3: I'll be in the bar. Everyone leaves except for
1: Charles Finch.
2: I have the address you've asked for. Are you sure you want to go
1: alone? They've prepared the jet. I will speak to them myself.
0: Exterior, house, day. Beatrice is standing in front of a small suburban house in a quiet neighborhood. She is flanked by two large security guards, who she motions to stay by the car. Beatrice walks towards the front door... And as she goes to knock, the door opens. There stands Olivia, early 20s, stereotypical Gen Z. She is looking down at her phone while holding the door open. She does not look up at Beatrice.
2: I figured you'd find me. Not hard with all that blood money you have.
1: It isn't blood money. I, I think we should talk. Let's step inside.
2: Here's fine. What do you want?
1: I want to know if you're bluffing or if this is real. Because we can work something out.
2: I found the original documents in my grandfather's things.
1: Your grandfather?
2: He kept everything. A little bit of a hoarder, but also had cool sweaters. This is one of them. He also had all documents from his great-great-grandfather proving what you stole.
1: What is your last name,
0: young lady? Olivia finally looks up and smiles slowly at
2: Beatrice. Poor Bottom.
1: So that means you're related to...
2: Horace Poorbottom the Thord...
0: between three and four ford you can repeat it we'll cut all this
3: no
1: keep it
2: um the actual inventor of how you made those disgusting piles of money kill the rich i say
1: that is impossible
2: you can read it for yourself
0: Olivia pulls a piece of paper from her pocket and hands it to Beatrice. She films on her phone as Beatrice reads the document. Beatrice looks up in shock, clearly frightened. She starts to speak, but then faints, falling to the ground. Olivia turns the camera on herself, giving a thumbs up. End of page five. Very exciting. What a beautiful start. I never watched the show. I'm sorry, but I'm getting a lot of succession mm-hmm. vibes.
4: A little bit, a little Ooh. bit. It was, it definitely was a little bit in terms of the family. And I truly had watched Saltburn like a week before and I did not care for it. So it was Ooh. also like influenced by like just horrible wealthy people.
0: Oh, interesting. All right, Paris, let's get the uh, very quick five page summary of what we just read.
2: So Beatrice is uh, informed that uh, and her like horrible family are informed that someone knows that they made their money in a different way. And Beatrice confronts Olivia.
0: That's that's it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like there was the family we got introduced, which I feel is more like, um, what was that murder mystery with Daniel Craig?
4: Knives out. Mm -hmm. Knives out. Yeah, It
0: felt very knives Knives out. out.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. very fun. You got Her Majesty's Secret Service coming. So, oh, I
4: had to, yeah. I Googled, like, what are all yeah. different agencies that are in letters? Cause I just wanted to add as many as humanly possible. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much.
3: <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. All right. <laughs> Guys,
0: let's keep this choo-choo train a-moving with pages six through <laughs> ten chugga. written choo-choo. by Paris Atkins, who is a Brooklyn-based screenwriter and comedian. They can be seen at their monthly improv comedy show, The Assignment, or performing stand-up all around town. But first, let's read page five written by Chelsea.
1: Isn't blood money? I th- I think we should talk. Let's step inside. Here is fine. What do you want? I want to know if you're bluffing or if this is real, because we can work something out.
2: I found the original documents in my grandfather's things.
1: Your grandfather?
2: He kept everything. A little bit of a hoarder, but also had cool sweaters. This is one of them. He also had all documents from his great great grandfather proving what you stole.
1: What is your last name, young lady?
2: Olivia finally looks up and smiles slowly at Beatrice poor
0: bottom
1: so that means you're related to
2: horse poor bottom the (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) Thord. the actual inventor of how you made those disgusting piles of money kill the rich i say that is impossible you can read it for yourself.
0: Olivia pulls a piece of paper from her pocket and hands it to Beatrice. She films on her phone as Beatrice reads the document. Beatrice looks up in shock, clearly frightened. She starts to speak, but then faints, falling to the ground. Olivia turns the camera on herself, giving a thumbs up. End of page five. And the page, the only page that uh, influenced uh, Paris's next page is six to ten. Paris' atkins page six to ten. Over black. The whistle of a boiling tea kettle. Interior, Beatrice's mansion, living room day. Beatrice wakes up slowly on a fainting couch in the center of a plush living room. Anthony, 40s, Beatrice's butler, in an impeccably well-ironed suit with extremely tight pants, pours a cup of steaming tea for
3: Beatrice.
1: Thank God. It was all a horrifying nightmare. I'm safe and so are my money and my status.
3: Well, yes, although I must say I was surprised to see you arrive home in a yellow taxi. Quite frankly, I didn't think you knew they existed. Of course I know what a taxi is. It's like a helicopter for poor people. I came (laughs) here in one of those. You seemed like you were in shock. You had a note with you. Anthony hands over a
0: crumpled post-it note. Beatrice opens it. It reads, you have 24 hours.
1: It was real. It was all real. The girl with the frizzy hair, the disgusting sweater. She said my family's empire is built on a fraud, and her sweater wasn't even cashmere.
0: Beatrice stands.
1: She's going to ruin me, unless I need proof that my great-great-granddaddy, Julia Richass, was a genius inventor.
3: That's right, ma'am. Your family was built on innovation. You can't let some girl in a polyester blend take that away from you.
1: Yes, exactly. Get my thinking gown and my research hat. I'm going to the vault. (laughs) Exterior. Rich
0: ass incorporated. Roof. Day. A helicopter lands on this Manhattan office building. Beatrice steps out in a floofy gown and floppy hat. Anthony gets out behind her. Beatrice stops him.
1: I have to do this on my own. You can focus on getting me a fantastic lunch reservation. I'm thinking salad.
0: Interior, Richass Incorporated, offices. Beatrice walks through the hallway, which is lined with glass doors to conference rooms. Logos for Richass Incorporated everywhere. In each room... Office workers sneak glances at her and whisper to each other. A few of them snap photos. Before Beatrice and Anthony can make it to the big vault door at the end of the hall, Jade, early 30s, super corporate, literally jumps in front of her.
4: Miss Richass, it's an honor, a huge honor. But we weren't expecting you to be here today, or ever.
1: Nonsense. I drop by all the time. I practically grew up in these halls. Beatrice tried to
0: go around Jade, but her dress is too big.
4: (laughs) Right. Well, I've never seen you.
1: And what are you? An assistant? I'm the CEO.
0: Beatrice looks her over.
1: I see. So you've pledged your undying loyalty to my family. I never did that. Maybe you can help.
0: Interior, vault, later. Beatrice sits on the floor, talking to Anthony on the phone. She's surrounded by papers and file boxes. Jade stands
3: behind her.
1: Tell Eleven Madison Park I need another hour before
3: I can even think about lunch. Uh, Ma'am, they said the salad is getting cold. It it might be time to think about other options? It's salad. It's already cold.
1: (laughs) Beatrice ends the call. So
3: there's nothing?
1: No original inventions, not even the light bulb? I think that one was
4: Edison, but I've heard it wasn't his idea. (laughs) So we can't even steal anything in
1: an original way? We're frauds!
0: Beatrice's phone lights up. A message from Olivia. Four horses left. Own up to your lies or I will spill everything. A second message. For hours. Ha ha ha. Typo. Anyway, (laughs) you better tell the truth.
4: It'll be fine. We'll write an apology and pivot the company to AI. People do it all the time.
0: Beatrice looks up at a portrait on the wall of an incredibly uptight looking man. A plaque underneath reads, Julius Richass.
1: No, I'm proud to be a rich ass. If my grandfather stole his inventions, I'll just have to invent something even better better. A classical
0: music version of Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 kicks in as we begin montage. Interior Rich Ass Incorporated Conference Room Day. Beatrice gives a PowerPoint titled Ideas. People in suits shake their heads, no, at each slide. Interior Rich Ass Incorporated (laughs) Offices Day. Beatrice draws up a blueprint for what looks like a light bulb. Interior Rich Ass Incorporated Lab Day. Beatrice, still in her big ass dress, "'Mixes chemicals into beakers. Six scientists anxiously watch her. "'Beatrice lights her dress on fire. "'They all rush to put it out. "'Exterior, Rich-Ass Incorporated. "'Roof, sunset. "'A second helicopter lands on the roof. "'A chef gets out and hands Anthony a salad. "'Interior, Rich-Ass Incorporated. "'Offices, night. "'The salad sits on Beatrice's desk, untouched.' Anthony and Jade anxiously watch as Beatrice puts the final touches on her invention. End montage as we hear the final notes of 9 to 5. Exterior, Olivia's apartment, night. Anthony and Beatrice stand outside. Beatrice, her gown, a little worse for wear, holds
1: a large box. Anthony presses the buzzer. Ale.
3: An apartment. I've never been to one of those. Uh, remember, ma'am, if she won't cooperate, we can always, well, butlers have our ways. The front door opens. Olivia steps
0: out in a sweater with kittens on it. She holds her phone, recording.
2: So you've come to admit that your family stole everything from mine? That your blood money rightfully belongs to the Poor Bottoms?
1: Not exactly. Your great-great-grandfather may have had some ideas and some... Ugly sweaters, but I'm a rich ass, and I have ideas of my own.
2: Yeah, right. When the world sees this video, they're going to know what kind of fraud you are.
0: Beatrice opens the box and pulls out her invention. End of page 10! Mm. All right, now we're (laughs) cooking. All right, so we have a little bit of a, almost like a Rocky montage happening in this one? A little bit. <laughs> Very cool. Paris, what inspired you for this?
2: I was also getting Succession. Um, mm. I was getting a little Devil Wears Prada from Ooh, Beatrice. Oh. But I also haven't seen Succession, so it's like what I think Succession is. Um <sighs> <laughs>
4: it's two people in this chat who
2: have Me not. as
3: well. Me as oh well. My gosh. Oh my god! Actually, in the beginning when we were doing, it said a Roman Roy t- uh, type. I just quick looked up and I was like, oh, got it. I, I know who is. <laughs> it. But I—that's how little I know. I feel like
0: Succession <sighs> is one of those things that, like, if you have like a platonic view of it, you, you kind of understand what it is. You really don't. You're not going to be like surprised. No.
1: That being said, you all need to
3: watch yes. Succession. Yes. I, I want yes. to more now.
1: It is one yeah. of the, be- it's like one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah,
4: but it's, it's, it, it's not a binge. Don't binge it or you'll, you'll be very
1: depressed. That would be hard. Very sad. The thing is, like I, I, yeah.
0: I can't watch it because I saw this like news thing and it revealed who won. Mm.
4: That's okay. It's not about the ending. It's about the it's journey. It's not a who done it. It's not like no. Dallas. It's about the journey no. because how we got there, you'll never guess. Mm. You never guessed. You won't know. Okay. Don't worry very about cool. it.
0: cool. All right. Well, Randy,
3: let's hear your quick summary mm-hmm. of Paris's five pages. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, 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 um, Olivia, this little Gen Z shit has um, kind of uh, put Beatrice's uh, family to the fire. And now, in this five page chunk, Beatrice is not going down without a fight. So, Beatrice goes to, uh, her family's corporate offices, which clearly she hasn't stepped foot in in a long time and or ever, and everybody's very surprised to see her there. But she um, goes to the secret vault, rummaging through papers while a salad's getting delivered, um, can't find anything in her family lineage of a real invention that wasn't stolen. So she's going to take it all on her own shoulders. She's a go-getter. She's going to invent something herself. And then we end with an incredible nine to five montage of her doing just that. And she, uh, arrives at Olivia's door, ready to rub the invention in her face. Hello, writers! We here at Blind Pilots know that writing the best script ever is
0: hard work, especially when collaborating with a partner or team of writers. That's why I am proud to announce we have partnered with Writer Duet, the hassle-free, professional script writing software that lets you write and collaborate anywhere, anytime, on pretty much any device, online or off. You can try Writer Duet for free for up to three scripts, or use promo code BLINDPILOTS20, all one word, for 20% off a paid subscription. Unlock powerful features like co writing, revisions management, importing and exporting virtually any file type, including PDF, final draft, Word Fountain, you name it, and more. You can even listen to your scripts out loud with a distinct computer voice for each character, which is a feature I love and use all the time. So go to writerduet.com, use our promo code blindpilots20, and start writing the best script ever today. All right, well, let's keep this train choo-choo chugging. (laughs) So let's move on to pages 11 through 15, written by Randy Riemann, who is a sweet boy comedian whose one-hour special, Attention Span, was featured in the New York City Fringe Festival. He's also one of the hosts of the fully improvised Scrambled Legs comedy podcast. Most recently, he designed and published the board game Skate Summer, which is a tabletop homage to Tony Hawk's pro skater, Really fun. And it's available in stores now. But first, we will read the one page that inspired Randy's pages 11 through 15, page 10 by Paris Atkins. Exterior, Rich Ass Incorporated, roof, sunset. A second helicopter lands on the roof. A chef gets out and hands Anthony a salad. Interior, Rich Ass Incorporated, offices, day. The salad sits on Beatrice's desk, untouched. Anthony and Jade anxiously watch as Beatrice puts the final touches on her invention. End montage as we hear the final notes of 9 to 5. Exterior, Olivia's apartment, night. Anthony and Beatrice stand outside. Beatrice, her gown, a little worse for wear, holds a large box. Anthony presses the buzzer.
3: Ew, an apartment. I've never been to one of these. Uh, Remember, ma'am, if she won't cooperate, we can always, well, butlers have our ways. The front door opens.
0: Olivia steps out in a sweater with kittens on it. She holds her phone, recording.
3: So you've
2: come to admit that your family stole everything from mine? That your blood money rightfully belongs to the Poor Bottoms?
1: Not Exactly. Your great-grandfather may have had some ideas and some ugly sweaters, but I'm a rich ass, and I have ideas of my own.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right. When the world sees this video, they're going to know what kind of fraud you are.
0: Beatrice opens the box and pulls out her invention. End of page 5. Pages 11 through 15, written by Randy Riemann. Beatrice's invention is revealed to be a glowing bracelet. She holds it up, to which Olivia starts laughing. (laughs)
2: That's your big invention? Another gaudy piece of jewelry? You are such a cartoonish, rich villain.
0: Bite your tongue, poor bottom! (laughs) Anthony fumes at Olivia, but
1: Beatrice holds him back. You street rat simpleton. It's not just a bracelet. It's the first ever Elysium 4000 diamond-encrusted truth bangle. Once adorned, the wearer is incapable of telling lies.
2: How interesting, because that conveniently sounds a lot like my great great grandfather's goat butter truth serum.
1: Chomp down on your tongue! It's a moot point, because a poor bottom like yourself can never afford my glorious, world changing, and highly fashionable invention.
2: Okay. Fine, then. Why don't you put it on and prove it works?
0: Olivia moves her still recording phone closer to Beatrice
1: as if to challenge her. Well, I mean, there's some testing to be done. We're still in the beta phase of development.
0: Olivia snatches the truth bangle and
1: clasps it around Beatrice's
0: wrist.
2: Did you steal my family's work? Of course I did. Us rich asses take everything we want. I knew it.
3: You simply must devour your tongue with a garnish if need be, but that tongue absolutely no good. What is your end game, Beatrice? <laughs>
1: I want to hoard wealth and manipulate poor people's lives for fun. I use frivolous purchases to distract from internalized family trauma. I don't have any real (laughs) friends. Living this lifestyle surrounds me with other rich jerks whom I can't stand. I'm addicted to social media. I'm unfathomably mean to Anthony and Jade. They both deserve better. My entire life exists from generational wealth, which I did nothing to attain. I'm a cool person. I'm harsh and undesirable to be around. My relationships are built on distrust and backstabbing. My deepest fear is that I'm incapable of experiencing any form of love. Just then, Jade screeches
0: up to the apartment in a limousine. Get in! Anthony quickly shuffles Beatrice into the back seat, and the three peel off. You'll pay for this, poor bottom! You'll pay for this with your... with your... uh, with your tongue! End scene exterior rich ass incorporated pickleball court day Beatrice still wearing the truth bangle is playing pickleball with her brother Fabian Anthony and Jade stand courtside near a lavish bar cart Fabian joyfully serves the pickleball towards his sister who makes no effort to play.
4: I don't know what's going on with you, sis, but I haven't been able to beat you this bad since we were kids racing mini-yachts.
1: That's because none of this matters. We are trapped inside <laughs> flesh cages for an infinitesimal amount of time, and yet we choose to fill our days with...
3: Beatrice picks up the pickball she didn't hit. Plastic balls. That wretched paw bottom is destroying our empire every major outlet wants Olivia's story. She's already done the Today Show, the Tonight Show, and she's booked for a full hour on the Tomorrow Show. (laughs)
4: This has gone on long enough.
0: Jade wheels the bar cart over to Beatrice and hands her a martini. Beatrice accepts the martini only to stare at the glass in her nihilistic haze.
4: Hello, ma'am. Truly exceptional work on the pickle court today. I was wondering if Maybe we should get this precious bangle off your serving hand. It
1: must be heavy burden affecting your form. No! Don't you see? Speaking honestly is the best thing to ever happen to me. I'm liberated in a way I've never felt before.
3: Um, uh, sir, I wanted to ask about...
4: The video? Oh, I'm aware. Pretty funny, don't you think? Uh,
3: Yes, quite. (laughs) It's just... I I was wondering what the course of action should be. The media has been hounding us, demanding a statement. Your financial reports are also declining rapidly.
4: Anthony, baby doll, don't you worry your pretty little head about it. They don't call me Fabian the Fixer for nothing.
3: Uh, You're not concerned about Miss Beatrice's behavior at the rich-ass community swimming pool slash (laughs) presidential library grand opening gala? Fabian puts his hands on Anthony's cheek. Anthony,
4: darling, my dearest little pumpkin, (laughs) the fixer has a plan. When we open the most extravagant swimming pool slash presidential library the city has ever seen, all wounds between the rich asses and poor bottoms will be healed. It will be biblical, like when Moses finally broke bread with George Washington. A
1: pickleball flies and hits Anthony in the head. I aimed for your cranium on purpose just to watch you flinch. Another shining example of my detestable, spoiled upbringing.
0: (laughs) End scene. Interior, Olivia Poorbottom's apartment. Olivia is curled up on her bed in a sweater with ducklings on it. She's drinking a beer and listening to an old radio while gazing wistfully at a photo of her great-great-grandfather.
5: Beatrice Richass, is everything wrong with this country? She and her dum-dum brother should return their money to the poor bottoms. Beautiful. Great job, Andrew.
2: I wish you were here, Pappy. The world is finally hearing our truth. Olivia
0: pulls a dusty old box from under her bed. She puts it on the dresser and pulls out a vintage <laughs> gown from the
2: 1930s. <laughs> Grandma Doris never got to wear this thanks to those damn rich asses. Well, tonight... I not only write that wrong...
0: She holds up the dress, admiring herself in the mirror.
2: I also get a front row seat to the humiliating fall of Beatrice and Fabian's stolen empire.
0: Interior, rich-ass community swimming pool slash presidential library grand opening gala. A crowd of sharply dressed rich folks arrive at the gala. Waiters dressed as lifeguards carrying trays of books titled The Art of Being Rich with rich-ass family members on the cover. Beatrice makes her stunning entrance, still wearing the truth bangle. Anthony and Jade follow closely
3: behind her.
4: Okay, remember Fabian's plan. We have to keep Miss Beatrice
3: occupied while he makes the final preparations. It won't be easy. That truth bangle makes her quite unpredictable.
4: Fabian the Fixer checking in. (laughs) Who's ready for some razzle-dazzle? End of
0: page 15. Oh, my lord. Randy, fantastic. Okay, I'm getting a little bit of Mad
3: King vibes. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. I, it, the page I got was the stakes were already there—the incoming war of the uh, the rich versus the poor—and um, I just there, I, I haven't watched Succession, but I did have some like catharsis of like uh, in my pages, the the poor bottoms kind of getting some wins. Uh, that that was cathartic. Mm. I gotta say, this
0: pilot. It's probably our first one where there's no like huge changes because of someone introducing or removing a big piece of information. It is all working until <laughs> <laughs> until
4: now.
1: We got my pages. They could out. really
4: go off the rails. We got <laughs> I don't. We'll see, see. Anything can happen.
0: Tracy Soren. You are the last five pages and the conclusion. But first, can you do a quick summary of Randy's pages 10 through
1: 15? I absolutely can, Joe. I absolutely can. So like Randy said, I really think, you know, the truth bangle was out and it was being used. (laughs) Olivia slapped it like a little one of those slap bracelets (laughs) Mm -hmm. that we used to have.
0: 90s kids. You know, Oh yeah,
1: 90s kids. What's up? Beatrice really uh, was spilling a lot. You know, she was really showing her how she really felt. And we we got into Pickleball, which is, you know, has, has had a comeuppance. It's current. And so that is current. That was timely. um, And also very old, I think, too. A lot of... <laughs> is Pickleball old? It's like an, an Italian, elderly Italian man game.
5: Oh, is it? Is it? Oh is that bocce ball
0: or That's is that Pickleball?
1: That's bocce ball. ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also... I'm also usually sleeping. At this Listeners,
0: time. it's ten o'clock at night. It's ten well, fifty one now. Yeah. It's
1: eleven o'clock, and I'm tired. Late night vibes. Late night vibes. Okay, <laughs> so no, I don't know what pickleball is, but it's fun. Uh, and so they're playing it, and we meet we meet her.
0: I can uh, say pickleball doesn't return in the last five pages.
1: No, we don't see that again. So really, a moment for pickleball, and we meet uh, her brother Fabian. Who is this like another asshole? So I think Fabian's replaced the original characters we kind of met of the family and Randy kind of, which is nice. So we we all know that rich people have family and they're all dicks. That's really what the the strong sentiment is. um, And that's really where we're at. So now there's a gala that's also a pool and a book and a <laughs> library. Gala. Sure. All yeah. happening at once. Just
0: slapping, slapping their slapping names on anything.
1: And uh, yeah. that's where we're at.
0: All right, very cool. So I'm so jazzed and excited for the conclusion, the last five pages... Written by Tracy Soren, who is a writer, producer, director, and comedian from Queens. She's currently producing Spill with Johnny Sibley for Logo slash Paramount. She is also the director and producer for the comedy docu-podcast Beyond with Mike Kelton and was an executive producer at the Forever Dog Podcast Network. But first... Before we get to the epic conclusion, we will read Randy Riemann's page 15... Interior, Olivia Poorbottom's apartment. Olivia is curled up on her bed in a sweater with ducklings on it. She's drinking a beer and listening to an old radio while gazing wistfully at a photo of her great-great-grandfather.
5: Beatrice, rich ass, is everything wrong with this country? She and her dum dumb brother should return that money to the Poorbottoms.
2: I wish you were here, pappy. The world is finally hearing our truth.
5: Olivia pulls a
0: dusty old box from under her bed. She puts it on the dresser and pulls out a vintage gown from the 1930s.
2: Grandma Doris never got to wear this thanks to those damn rich asses. Well, tonight, I not only write that wrong.
0: She holds the dress up, admiring herself in the mirror.
2: I also get a front row seat to the humiliating fall of Beatrice and Fabian's stolen empire.
0: Interior, rich-ass community swimming pool slash presidential library, grand opening gala. A crowd of sharply dressed rich folks arrive at the gala. Waiters dressed as lifeguards carry trays of books titled The Art of Being Rich, with rich-ass family members on the cover. Beatrice makes her stunning entrance, still wearing the truth bangle. Anthony and Jade follow closely behind her.
4: Okay, remember Fabian's plan. We have to keep Miss Beatrice occupied while he makes the final preparations.
3: It won't be easy. That truth bangle makes her quite unpredictable.
4: Fabian the fixer checking in. Who's ready for some razzle-dazzle?
0: End of page 15. Pages 16 through 20. Written by Tracy Soren.
4: Is that what we're calling a light show that trips the city's power?
0: In Fabian's earpiece.
4: Hey, 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 where's all this lip coming from? If I'm going to cement my status as a family pariah, I need a little pizzazz.
0: Cut to interior, stakeout, van. Fabian donning a tan trench coat and a fedora. He blows into one of those rollout party noisemakers. Cut to interior, gala. Anthony and Jade grab their earpieces in pain. In their earpieces.
1: Razzle dazzle.
0: Beatrice turns to Jade and Anthony, startling them.
1: Christ on a cracker. Are you sure we invited rich people? It looks like everyone outfitted themselves in, in, what is that place called? Old Seaman? (laughs) Old Navy? Either way, (laughs) you would know. I went in there once. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's not. I'm, left, okay. I'm Disgust. Okay. <laughs> The sweater is from Target, Tracy. How dare you?
0: It's a genuine uh, remark.
1: Let me tell you something. I have a lot of Chelsea's old clothes, and they're okay? <laughs> all navy. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Either way, you would know. I went in there once after drinking too much John on at the club's annual fundraiser for, well, they were advertising something called Super Cash. And if everyone's going to have cash that's super, it's a rich ass. Oh, there's that Democrat with that hard toupee. You know, I once farted on him. Woo! Yoo-hoo!
3: Bald! <laughs> mm, uh, Miss Richass, uh, before you chat with uh, uh, Mr. Russet... Potato. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh... I should love I should love my own jokes. That's disgusting. Okay. Right. Yeah. But that joke really got me when I when I thought. It.
3: It's fantastic. Uh, right, before you chat with Mr. Russet, I need to bring you back to your dressing room for
4: Your eyelashes drooping.
0: How? They're stitched in. Beatrice runs off and it's a weird run. Anthony follows. <laughs> <coughs>
4: Fabian, I'm heading to the keypad. Good. We can't let my family give more of Olivia, I mean, the poor bottom's money away.
0: Cut to interior, library slash pool, entranceway. As Jade is running through the entranceway, she sees Olivia, looking a little lost but confident. Jade's breath is momentarily taken away because Olivia looks stunning. Olivia? Do you like? Olivia twirls.
4: I mean, wow.
0: Jade is captivated until she smells beer on Olivia's breath.
4: Are you drunk? Well,
2: I did have a few cups of that old poor bottom lager because I'm kind of nervous but also excited. And I remembered my grandma's dress and there was a man on the radio that called
4: Fabian a dum-dum.
0: Fabian chiming in to Jade's ear.
4: Jade, what is she doing here? She can't know I'm involved. Olivia, you can't be here.
0: Olivia tries to usher Jade back to the exit.
4: I know.
2: I know. But I just needed to see what you and Anthony were doing for my family. And I used my last $15 to Uber here. And then this rich guy handed me his keys and $3.
0: The camera pans to a car still running with the door open and the actual valet with a bow tie waving his arms.
2: Wait, did he think I was the valet? Seriously? I'm in a floor-length gown.
0: Olivia goes to sit down on the floor. Jade sees Beatrice hastily walking with Anthony right behind her. They make eye contact and share a WTF moment.
2: Okay, okay. Just come with me.
0: Cut to. Beatrice is back with the gala crowd.
1: Well, that was a waste. My entire face is perfection. Did you just want more alone time with me? Oh, Anthony Bowman, this is no longer eighth grade and we aren't playing seven minutes in heaven.
3: Oh, uh, I I just, uh, uh, oh look, it's uh, 8.15. Ooh,
1: time for my announcement. These brown nosers heads are going to roll. Beatrice heads towards the stage. Guys,
0: are we ready? Cut to interior office.
4: I'm at the keypad with a very drunk poor bottom.
0: Olivia is devouring a tray of mini quiches.
2: <laughs> and they think they're so special. Like, we don't have eggs and crust. We
4: have eggs and crust. Cut to, I just <laughs> need one more minute.
0: Cut to, Beatrice is on the gala stage.
1: Wow, look at all these very shiny faces eating while I'm up here. Anyway, I know you're all here for our book, The Art of Being Rich, The Opening of the Pool, The Library, and uh, what else did we stuff into this?
4: Cut
0: to,
1: any day now.
0: Cut to, Fabian.
4: Here comes the razzle-dazzle.
0: Cut to. The light show starts at the gala and Fabian, Anthony, and Jade all have a moment of success. Jade looks over to Olivia, but she isn't there. The door to the office is open. Back at the gala, Beatrice is confused and angry. The light show stops. The power goes out. The entire city goes dark and the AV system is down. As the guests start to panic, our team thinks they've won until the power comes back on. Cut to Fabian.
4: What? No!
0: Beatrice is still on stage. Anthony clocks that the truth bangle is off her wrist and missing. Jade has run back into the gala looking for Olivia.
1: I am so sorry for that disruption. Although the Rich S family never minds a little razzle-dazzle. As I was saying, I want to thank you all for attending our event. We are all so grateful There's been some musings lately about our family, but that's nothing new for us. It's always pushed us to create even more change for our fair city. Yes, we consistently donate enormous sums of money, run fundraisers, read books, but with all that's going on on our fair streets, our city deserves even more. That's why I, Beatrice Richass, am officially running for mayor.
0: Anthony. Fabian and Jade are all shocked. Jade looks over to see Olivia, shocked as well. Olivia drops her fresh new plate of mini quiches and runs out. Beatrice clocks Olivia and smirks. The end. End of pilot! You know what I like about this? A lot of times we do pilots and they feel like a complete story, but a pilot should be the beginning of an overarching bigger story, right? And this feels like it leaves on a cliffhanger.
4: Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. 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 I agree.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's
4: so many questions.
0: So what were you thinking, Tracy, when you made this?
4: You
1: I went... thought everyone was young and hot. And I thought, <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: wanted a romance and I wanted sex. So I made them all interested in each other. Wait, they're all interested in each other? Yeah. So Jade and Olivia are interested in each other and okay. Anthony and oh, I'm so blind to uh, stuff. Beatrice hooked up in 8th grade and Anthony has had a crush on her since and Jade and Anthony are her little assistants in my head. And Fabian is her brother who also loves um loves Olivia and there's going to be a there's going to be a love okay. triangle. Okay.
0: Okay. All righty. Chelsea, <laughs> mm-hmm. now it's your job. We swing back to you. Can you give us a quick summary of the entire pilot?
4: I'm going to try. So Beatrice, who is the matriarch, though she's young and hot, uh, she's a young, hot matriarch of the rich Ash slash thornlock family. And Olivia, who is a little Gen Z nobody, um, posts a video on TikTok that goes viral that claims that the rich ass family gained all their wealth in very despicable ways. So Beatrice goes to see Olivia, finds out that Olivia's family is the poor bottoms who, in fact, Beatrice's family had stolen from. But Beatrice won't take that line down. So she goes to her business to prove that they have created something at some point, which they have not, as the CEO, Jade, um, has let her know. So she just decides then to invent something. And she invents a bracelet that you tell the truth when you put it on. And so she puts it on, and she loses her mind a little bit and starts telling the truth about her <laughs> family and her feelings and how she's a very sad, sad person. Um, and her butler, Anthony, her assistant, is there the whole time just you know fighting for her right to like be who she is he's very for her and then her brother comes in and they play pickleball the fastest growing sport in America and <laughs> during that time we find out Fabian is just like he doesn't care he thinks this is funny they'll be rich no matter what so Olivia decides to go to the ball that they're having the gala which is a library opening and a pool opening and a book event turns out Plot twist, Jade and Anthony and secretly Fabian are all working with Olivia to get the poor bottoms, the money from the rich asses. And it wasn't just Olivia doing it. So Olivia found out, I'm assuming, from them. And so they're going to take Beatrice down at the event with some razzle dazzle. The razzle dazzle doesn't work. And Beatrice is running for mayor. Did I do it? That was good. Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Beautifully said. Thank you. Wow.
0: All right. That leaves us at the end of the night. We've submitted our pilot. Now it's awards season, ladies and gentlemen. Andrew Berger. Oh, boy. The People's Critic. Give us our People's Critic critique. Yeah. And please,
5: tell us if we've got nominated for anything. So, I'd say this is probably the best pilot we've had. I would say this, this kept me interested. I definitely was like, oh, wow, how does this get tied up at the end? It made me think actually of casting at first. Ooh. So for Olivia, part of me wants a Renee Rapp or Sydney Sweeney. They're my current Hollywood crushes. I feel like more Renee Rapp than Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> yeah,
4: I think her deadpan delivery would be perfect yes. for it.
5: Mm. Yeah, I agree. Like she owns her archetype, would be the word I think. Who do you see as Fabian? Fabian, you know. Because Fabian's supposed to be old, so he has to be like a playboy type, but old. Maybe a older Brad Pitt, potentially. Brad Pitt's already kind of old.
0: Who do you have for Beatrice?
5: So it's, it's one of two people. It's either Meryl Streep or Maggie Smith. Mm. Ooh, I see more.
0: Mm. Okay, for those two, I see more Meryl Streep. I think Olivia Colman would be great. Ooh, yes, mm. yes. Uh, she played the queen, right?
1: Mm-hmm. yes.
0: Yeah, she played. Oh yeah, She, had, she yeah. played
1: multiple. She's played multiple queens. Yeah,
4: yeah. she was the stepmother in Fleabag, yeah. which she was great in. Yeah, I like that.
1: Oh yeah, she was in Wonka. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, she was in Secret Invasion. She was in Heartstopper. She's all over. Mm-hmm. She's she was incredible. on the Bear. She was on the Bear Ooh. for one episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Ooh, she's she's everywhere.
5: Going to nominations. Ooh, you know, I go. would say this. This could have. This could have the potential for. Uh, Indie drama that can potentially be picked up for maybe a short series.
0: Yes, I see it as a limited series. Mm, Very
5: good. Exactly.
0: Well, I gotta say, all I heard was best pilot ever. Yay, we did it. Good job, everyone. We won it. We won it. We won it. Now, we made it here to the end of the line. We got our awards... We got our accolades. We're running as a limited series. The network has picked us up. What are we naming the TV show?
5: Ooh. Succession with a question mark.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The rich-ass truth.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Cause that hits the last name mm-hmm. and the truth bangle.
1: Mmm. Mm, I like that. I like it. Thank you so much. I'm usually terrible
4: at naming things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Blind Pilots. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast. Content. Leave us a rating and review if you can. That really helps us out. Follow us on Instagram at Blind Pilots Pod. And if you are a writer and interested in shooting your shot at blindly creating the best pilot ever written, please go to blindpilotspodcast.com and fill out the writer's submission form. We are accepting submissions from writers local in New York City or virtually across the globe. Thanks, everybody.
5: Bye, guys.
3: Bye. 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 Later.